0: I definitely can say that I'm guilty of not always having the black joy in um, Black History Month the way that I should. And I have really tried to not tried. I really have self-corrected and really uh, had to focus on black inventors or um, black excellence. Right. And then black joy, like featuring some of the music or the poems that really speak to the wonder and joy of being Black in America, Um, being Black. Hi, thank you so much for joining the Falling for Learning podcast. I am T.D. Blennaugh. We have this podcast to help parents and caregivers with having the resources, strategies, and tools needed to make sure that their children are on track for learning and to stay on track for success. going to talk about Black History Month, but not what you would typically think that I would talk about. (laughs) So as an educator and as a parent, um, I'm just going to reflect a little bit on what it was like for me when I was growing up in Alaska. And um, actually, they did not really acknowledge as a school site Black History Month, and they didn't really acknowledge Martin Luther King Day. Um, when I was growing up in Alaska and so which was really crazy about it is that my mom made us um like write reports and I'm I'm saying she made us but I don't know I mean I did it I really can't tell you like confirm or deny like whether or not other people did it if they actually did it in my family or if they just decided to like ignore my mom. But my mom wrote a letter for me and my reports back in first grade had to do with me cop- copying from the encyclopedia. Right. So I uh, I copied information about Martin Luther King or whoever from the encyclopedia. And I uh, gave the note to my teacher that there was a um, presentation I wanted to do on Martin Luther King because they called it teacher in service day. They did not call it um Martin Luther King Day they called it like a teacher in service and so my mom was like no this is ridiculous the school calendar says teacher in service and this is obviously Martin Luther King Day so we've got to make sure that your um fellow students understand and they know and so do a report and so she took us to the library um we also I guess my dad um paid for like the um Encyclopedia Britannica or whatever and you know was paying uh payments on or whatever, but we had encyclopedias back in the day. And um <laughs> uh even you know, we had them for years. Like sometimes we didn't have much of anything else, but we had them Encyclopedia Britannicas. Anyway, so he took us to the situation where we um well my mom made sure I did reports and I got the report ready, which again was just copying from the encyclopedia. And um sure enough after lunch, um uh, my uh, teacher Miss Wegers at the time, her name was Miss um, had to sit down on the couch. Me um, on the, I'm sorry, let me get it together. Had me sit, had to sit down on the carpet. You know, when you're in first grade, you sit down on the carpet. You do learning time. You might have story time, but that was my time for that time. She's like Taisha, everyone. Taisha has something to share with you all, and so we're gonna go ahead and allow you to, you know, she has something to share with you. And I was in front of my classmates reading my report on Martin Luther King. And, um, you know, my mom didn't know everything about like how to get kids together for learning and all of that. She wasn't an educator, but she had some common sense and she used it and she made sure that we were independent. Like she would have us go look up things all the time. Um, and, you know, she didn't commandeer the television when we were like little kids. I was fully indoctrinated in PBS kids and, um, you know, was practicing my sounds and understanding things using Sesame Street. And then back of the day, my brother used to make fun of me because I used to, he would say, you just ain't Sesame tweet. So I guess why I say it fast, Sesame Street, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Um, he was like, just made fun of me, but like, I knew how to read and I just really fell in love with reading. I was reading all the time. She, um, really challenged me to get involved with different things. Like she had me entering stuff into the fair. Like it was like stories or whatever. Uh, later on, I had a garden and I was entering stuff in there. So it was just so interesting. Like she really, um, just allowed me to pursue like what, what my interests were. And then she also like challenged me and pushed me towards other things as well. And, you know, it's just like amazing that um, her influence really helped me to blossom and to flourish. And um, it's, you know, it's just a little bit of reflection on Black History Month. So it was really a part of me, like when I was growing up being like one of the few African-Americans And the place where I grew up, which was Fairbanks, and then sometimes I went to school in a city called North Pole. And that was all about the money, of course. It wasn't actually the North Pole. It was about seven miles away from Fairbanks, which is um, more like central Alaska. Um, So, (laughs) but it was just a money thing. People, you know, they wanted to find the North Pole. They wanted to have a Santa Claus house and have a business and it worked and it still works for them. Um, so that is like a little bit of refl- reflection about Black History Month. But as an educator, I really have to think about how I have spent Black History Month and um, how I have presented Black History Month to my students before. I definitely can say that I'm guilty of not always having the Black joy in um, Black History Month the way that I should. And I have really tried to, not tried, I really have self-corrected and really uh, had to focus on black inventors or um, black excellence, right? And then black joy, like featuring some of the music or the poems that really speak to the wonder and joy of being black in America um being Black in the diaspora, right? Um, so I think it's something that we all need to reflect on. I'm just a very serious person in general. So, you know, if it's something serious, I'm about that serious life. <laughs> and so I have to think about, like, what's joyful for students and what will engage them and keep them loving learning and loving what they do. And that is it, right, is thinking about the joy and the excellence and having the balance. Of course, they don't mind hearing about some of the struggles that African-Americans have gone through or African people. But if that's the only thing is the struggle and the oppression, then they don't want to hear it. And it feels like that's their fate, right? If we're not getting to the joy part, the triumph and really having a focus on it at times and then sometimes making sure that there is a balance and i think i've definitely had an overbalance in the in imbalance right in the wrong direction where it wasn't about that black joy um or accomplishment it was really about you know how we were wronged over the years and um so you know it's something you know just have to reflect on and it's something i hadn't thought about or whatever but um I'm a little dark in those ways. Like, I really like stories that don't have a typical happy ending. (laughs) And so um, not just so like I'm comfortable with that. And so, you know, just when we're teaching students or our our kids, um, depending on if you're an educator, if you're a parent, um, we just have to keep that in mind. Right. And maybe you have a kid who's into the darkness like me and they're like, okay, what else did they do to us? And they want to hear about that. So if that's what they want to do, that's great. Like, let's go for it. But just make sure there's some balance there because sometimes we think that that's what it is to be Black is to struggle. And it doesn't mean that, right? But um, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> and just uh, just thinking about something that's going on with me, like, personally, I um, we always think about, like, you know, Blacks in education and then, like, Blacks in different fields, like there would be not that many black doctors. I recently had to go to the dermatologist. Mind you, I waited for like six months to see the dermatologist. And I finally signed the dermatologist. And, um, I was having like, I have some skin discoloration on my neck. And then it's, um, like, like, appear like the decolletage, I think people call it. Um, I don't know if I pronounced that right. So don't come for me. No. <laughs> anyway, um, and I didn't know what it was. I don't know what was happening. And um the doctor, when I went to the doctor, the dermatologist, the specialist, is like, you have, and I swear, I swear, I have ashy dermatosis, is what he was telling me. Join us for Well-Educated Wednesdays every Wednesday on Instagram Live at Falling for Learning. It is a free parent question and answer session where parents can ask questions, learn about resources, strategies, and tips to make sure their children are on track for learning and stay on track for success. That's every Wednesday on Instagram Live at Falling for Learning. We look forward to seeing you in helping the next generation thrive. And, you know, just as Black people, the term ashy is just so, you know, insulting, derogatory. So, yeah, ashy dermatosis. And then, and then now I start to see some of this on my um, forehead a little bit here. So I don't know if you can see it. It's not too bad. It's like, thank goodness, it's not like a rash, rash. It's like discoloration. So yeah, just some of that little information. Don't know if you care. (laughs) Anyway, um, obviously I've changed the setting. I just wanted to be like a little bit more laid back Um, and just about reflection. Like what can we do to make sure our kids are getting hooked into learning um, that we are sending messages about Empower that empower, right? About empowerment, about triumph and not focusing on negativity. And that's going to help lift us up overall. Um, and you know, I really think like, you know, when we start with Martin Luther King Day and then we have our Black History Month, like all that goes together, right? It's not like one in between. And, and of course, you know, all year you highlight Black writers, Black, um, excellent. And it's just something that we really need to make sure that we do. So it's, um, integrated, right? And I ha- think we hear it a lot. Um, but it's important to just bring it forth. And there's other way, there's ways to bring it forth. Like you could bring it forth with music or you could bring it forth with, um, art or you could bring it forth, um, with actual historical figures or people who invented, people who innovated, right? When we're talking about science or we're talking about math or we're talking about reading, you can just bring up um, and and really talk about black educators, um, black uh, people's influence in this particular field, whatever it is that you're studying. Because you're going to find that black excellence there, no matter what, can't keep you down, right? They can keep us down, but not keep us all the way down. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit what's going on with me. And to continue the dermatology story, the dermatologist, um, actually, like I did a follow up and they were like, actually, you could go to like, um, uh, people of color or skin of color clinic. And so in that dermatology center, there was a particular day that they, um, really had a focus on, you know, skin of color. And I thought that was important. I think the first time I went to the dermatologist, they didn't tell me that that was available. And then the second time the der- I went to the dermatologist, they did tell me it was available. So thank goodness. Um, yeah, I actually think I figured out what the problem was. And, you know, it's all about falling for learning because I'm always like, Asking questions. I'm always trying to figure out what's going on, like investigating. So, this was a big investigation like, what's going on with my skin? And I try to listen to my body and, like, not eat things that are not good for me because really people want you to, you know, like eat certain, not eat certain foods or whatever, or they just want you to take the pill every day. So, I'm all about, okay, I'm not going to eat certain foods. I'm going to eat certain foods so I could get better. And so, I'm about that life. I don't know if you are, but I am um <laughs> anyway so something really interesting that um happened to so, the yeah, I went to the skin of color one and um I was really excited you know and I talked to her and um it was a black woman who you know is ahead of it and she talked to me about certain things I don't wear makeup or anything like that but um the other doctor had referred me to getting like some mineral tinted moisturizer, and like the number one one, the number one listing on there just basically had, you know, basically white people skin tone tint, and I wore it, and um, I was like looking like a lark of I mean, it was like very, you know, like that ashy dermatosis. Well, I want to say that like. Basically, I was like, well, maybe this is what they told Mark Wargis to do. I mean, I just think she's so beautiful, you know, and and anyway, let me move off of that. Um, (laughs) So. um, We always have to be learning about ourselves, learning about about the world and thinking about how we could amplify our voices and elevate ourselves to the next level. And. um what I think is really interesting is um, going back to my mother, how she was um, really, really proactive in making sure that I was put in places to shine, uh, either a speaking engagement or um, in a contest or in competition. It was really important that I was presented. Uh, with those challenges and I rose to the occasion. So I just got a piece like, to it and comfortable with it. Um, and um, which was really important about that. If we're thinking about Falling for Learning and the journey of the podcast and uh, the book that will be coming out soon as parents, we are the best equipped to meet the needs of our children, Um, not all by ourselves but noticing what they, what children are into and really hoping to make learning a part of their world. I just like, I'm learning about like, what's going on with my skin or what food can I eat so that I'm not experiencing ashy dermatosis. Same thing. Like we're, we're talking to our kids about what might be the reason that your skin is doing this? Or what might be the reason this is happening? Maybe if we don't eat this or we eat less of this, this may help us. I mean, it's really important to have those conversations and get kids thinking about understanding the world and what control they have in the world. We don't have control over everything, obviously, but we definitely have some control. And there are some things that we can do to empower ourselves and to help sh- make sure that we are growing and learning. Um, and making it an inquiry, right? When I was a little kid and I asked my mom, okay, well, what is that? I've never heard of this before. She's like, well, let's look it up. Let's go to the library and get some books about it. And so that's just how it flowed, right? And so as an adult, I'm very independent. I've been independent. And of course, I'm supposed to be independent, but that was a habit that was put in place when I was a kid, right? Because I know that I can empower myself to figure out and make a change and make a difference. And um and all of those things when it comes to my health, when it comes into my social situation and my job situation or whatever I'm going through. I know that I'm empowered to find a solution. And it's not just me being a victim of circumstance. And so that is where we are with things like how can we empower ourselves and not just be a victim of circumstance? And then when we look at back at history, black history, are we looking at. That journey, um, how Black people have began with excellence and, and are able to rise to excellence despite people trying to stop them or hold them back. Um, and then thinking about all the gains that we've made and then how can we continue those gains and not focusing on the negative and, um, the things that may make you mad, right? Um, because it, learning is about empowerment. So sometimes we, The message gets twisted for kids. People think learning is about being a nerd or being um, just studious, not very interesting or exciting. But actually, if we are learning about our world, then we really can integrate the things that we learn into our world and seek out the things that we want to seek out and not just things that maybe our teacher brings to us or our mom makes us do but things that are empowering, empowering and exciting for ourselves. So that is the message today. Black History Month, this month, every month, all day, every day. And um, thinking about how we could use the history lessons um, that Black people have had throughout time um, to empower our learners and then what lessons can we take and integrate into our personal lives and empower ourselves? You know, like, you know, African people, um, are known for, you know, the healing art or, um, having a uh, special ways of, um, you know, medicines and all these kinds of things. Like again, when we're talking about our health, what can we do for our health? How can we find, um, healing plants or, um, you know, homeopathic homeopathic methods to help us, you know, so, you know, bringing Black history into relevance today and then even it to empower us and to bring to the forefront the Black joy and the excellence. We appreciate you and have a great week. Thanks again for supporting the Falling for Learning podcast. New episodes go live every Saturday at 5 p.m. You can watch us on youtube.com at Falling for Learning or listen on all major podcast platforms such as Apple, Google, Audible, Spotify, and much more. For more resources, visit fallinginlovewithlearning.com. We really appreciate you. Have a wonderful week.